following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time for another Casey's Take on Sports. This week, Casey reflects on the big game in L.A., now with a man who always has a take, sports reporter for the Dixon County Post and the Cheatham County Exchange, here's Casey Patrick. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Um, hope everybody's doing well. I don't know if you're a Rams fan. You're probably still uh, doing great. And, uh, you know, the... <laughs> Today's episode is going to be all about the Super Bowl. We're going, we're going to talk. First take is going to be about the Super Bowl itself. Second take, we're going to talk about uh, the commercials because I, I love some of those commercials. Third take, we're going to talk about the halftime show because that was a good halftime show. Fourth take, high school sports. Y'all know how this goes. Uh, stick, stick, stick around. We'll be here. I uh, I had tweeted out. Let's see, I think it was yesterday, or it was right before the game. I can't know. Maybe it was a day before the game. I can't remember. It's too long ago now. But um, I had tweeted out that this game it was it was two fresh faces at quarterback. We had some teams that we hadn't seen. I mean, the Rams were there a few years ago. But uh, I think we all know that that's a different Rams team. But it was it was a new experience. Uh, I, I don't think I was the only one that had kind of gotten tired of seeing Mahomes and Brady. And um, you know, uh, congratulations to those guys and what they've done. But th- but this was a whole new opportunity to see some new teams and some new uh, new people in in, in the. Uh, Super Bowl, and uh, honestly, the only thing as a fan that as a fan of football that didn't have a dog in the fight, I didn't really care. I didn't really care who won, but I wanted to see a good game. And just like the rest of the playoffs, I mean, it's a three point game at the end. It come down to the final drive and the final minute. What more can you ask for? Um, now the game itself kind of went how I expected it to. There wasn't quite as much offensive flair as I think I would have expected. And you got you got to really tip your cap to the Cincinnati defense for that. Uh, I knew the Rams defense was going to be good simply because uh, the Cincinnati offensive line is, is abysmal. I mean, it's not very good. And just, you know. I think everybody knew that. But what people may not have known going into that game was that Cincinnati's defense had played pretty good. I mean, they had been pretty good throughout the entire playoffs, and especially over the last half of this season. Uh, Sam Hubbard and Logan Wilson and Jesse Bates. and Jesse Bates didn't really have a great year, but he's one of their better players. But, I mean – 
they had a lot of guys on that defense that had really stepped up, and I thought I thought their defense played a magnificent game. Uh, Jamar Chase, who he was relatively quiet. What did what did he end, end with? Eighty nine catches on five yards, and, and but that one the the one handed catch was nuts. Higgins, the the East Tennessee guy, he um he had a hundred yards on four catches with two touchdowns. That's a you know what? That's a pretty good Super Bowl. Um and and good for him. I believe the Oak Ridge High School native. Um but um I I enjoyed the game. I really did. Burrow was sacked seven times, threw for two hundred and sixty three yards, completed two thirds of his passes. I that kid's nuts. I wish Joe Burrow was my quarterback. But the game kind of went how we all expected, right? I mean, it was it was Joe Burrow running around making plays. Those Bengals receivers were, you know, catching the ball here and there. The Rams were Rams were moving the ball. When Odell Beckham got hurt, I legitimately felt bad for him because he for the Rams, he was no longer he was not a distraction. Uh, he was an effective part of their offense, and you saw it. If you watched that game, you saw how much their offense changed after he got hurt. Uh, I mean, he more or less had to force feed Cooper Cup, and he had to look at other people while he was throwing the ball to Cooper Cup. I don't know if, I don't know if some of y'all have seen the um, the clip now of of Matthew Stafford's no look pass, but I mean, they had to force feed him. With with Odell Odell Beckham out, and nobody else is really nobody else is really a weapon in that in that passing game, because of course Robert Woods got hurt earlier in the year, and then they brought in Odell, and Odell had really started to shine. And it, I mean, it was Cooper Cup. And hey, shout out to to Bryson Hopkins. I hope I I hope that was I hope I said his name correctly. Um, of course, the son of Brad Hopkins, the the old Tennessee Titan offensive. Uh, offensive lineman, and and I thought he had a really good day. Um, so, you know, but it's a Super Bowl. You you need people to show up and and make a few plays like that. And what did he end up with? Hopkins. He had he had four catches for forty seven yards. I I I mean, you know, one of the biggest games of his life, and and he had one of the best performances of his season. So. I love and the the Van Jefferson story too. Of course, his wife goes into labor uh, around halftime. I mean, she there was a tweet, and I don't know if this is true or not, but there was a tweet where she she left the stadium in a stretcher, um, only because she had gone into labor. And, and you know, Van Jefferson wins the Super Bowl hours later. He's holding his newborn baby child. Uh, what a day! What a day for that guy. Um, and of course, the Ravenwood, I, I believe, is where he went to school. So, um, a lot of Tennessee ties into that into that game. But Van Jefferson had a had a great day, and um, you, you see some of these uh, you see some of these stats, and, and you go back and it's the last football game of the year. But man, it was a good one, and, and it capped off it capped off the playoffs that I thought. I mean, this may have been the best playoffs I've ever seen, quite honestly. Uh, I, everything was close. A lot of field goals, some overtime games. 
Um, and when I say field goals, I mean at the end of the game to win. Um, but 23 to 20, uh, the Rams are your Super Bowl champions. Matthew Stafford finally got him a ring. You know what? Good for him. I, I know I've, I know there are a few uh, Tennessee fans that are probably barking at me because he went to Georgia. And I'm just happy for the guy. I mean, he spent 12 years in Detroit where they didn't like winning because they fired Caldwell after going to the playoffs for the first time since uh, I think Jimmy Carter was president, but that's whatever. But – they they finally had an opportunity to do something, and and like I said, they fired Caldwell. The Lions have never liked winning, I, I, I suppose. So the fact that Stafford was able to get out of Detroit, go somewhere, and make something happen, good for him. I'm happy for him. Uh, I'm happy for Aaron Donald. I don't know if he's going to retire. They talked about him retiring, but I, I don't know if he's going to retire. But I'm happy for him. I'm, I'm happy for, for a lot of the people on that team. Um. Man, it it but it was a good game, and it kind of went the way we all expected it to. There at the end, I mean, it came down to to one play, the the third down play to run the ball by Zach Taylor. I I don't hate that call. Um, the problem is they ran it right at Aaron Donald, and that's why they didn't get the first down. And then that's why you have fourth and short. And if you watch, um, if you watch. The video from behind the play on that fourth down, Jamar Chase had Jalen Ramsey beat for a touchdown. But if you ain't got no time, you ain't got no time. And Aaron Donald was in his face immediately. Uh, that kind of, I mean, it, it all kind of lines up. It, it kind of went the way we expected it to. It kind of went the way I expected it to. But, uh, Either way, I thought it was a fantastic conclusion to the end of the season between two pretty good teams. And um, I thought it was a really good game. And now, for the next take, we're going to get into the commercials because I'm super excited to talk about some of those. Stick around. I, you know, um, JP, the, the the voice you hear at the beginning of the show, JP sent me an email and, and he asked me to, to join the stream thing and and I joined it and he asked me what we were going to talk about and I told him, I said, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, but I wanted to go game, commercial, halftime show. And I wanted to talk about some of the commercials because... Quite frankly, um, nothing else to me in sports is really all that important over what's happened the last few weeks, or last week anyway. Um, basketball is just in the middle of the grind. Um, baseball, still adults aren't talking to each other. So my thought, my whole thought was, I thought, you know what, what can I talk about? And I wanted to talk about the commercials because I thought last night the commercials Especially the first half of the football game. I thought they were really good. You got and and I don't I'm a nerd. So whenever I get to see a new Marvel uh, Marvel commercial, I just this is the second week in a row I have slapped. Look, I have a light right here. It's the second week in a row I have slapped it. I mean just pow. Um but since I'm a nerd, I like 
watching the the new Marvel cinematic trailers when they come out. My favorite commercial, though, and I'm sure most of you saw it, was the NFL commercial where it had uh, the football players that that popped out of the TV, and of course, you know, Derrick Henry stiff arms uh, prime time. Uh, I just, I really thought, I thought that was neat. I thought that was cool and, and fun to watch. And um, somebody tweeted out that they thought that that was an advertisement for the next NFL street f- uh, video game, which actually makes a lot of sense after you think about it. But I felt like the commercials were overall really good. And, I, you know, here's here's my point to all of this. I really, really enjoyed the game, the commercials, and the and the halftime show. As far as a full experience, a five-hour experience or six, however long you sat there and watched it, from – I mean, I, I think I probably sat on the couch. At, I went to my biological father's house, and I sat on his couch from probably four until 10 o'clock. And I got to see everything that the Super Bowl brings, right? I mean, you know, you, you got the commercials and and they they walk out all the old people and they talk about that uh, all the old people that have played in the game before, the coaches or whatever. And then they, they have all the, the gold jacket, the Hall of Famers walking around. I thought I, for a, a six-hour experience, five-hour experience, however long I sat there and watched the TV – I thought that was one of the more enjoyable Super Bowls that I had seen. Uh, and and I, a lot of that has to do with, I mean, I, I felt like the last few years, and I'm being serious here, the last few years, the quality of the commercials were, were awful. They were really, really bad. Now, last year, I don't remember much about the Super Bowl. I remember watching a little bit at the end. But... In the years before that, the commercials were just boring. God, they were awful and just, I don't know, not very good. And, you know, people just spending money to put their name on stuff. This year, another one of my favorite commercials, I I felt like uh, there was one for, I want to say it was Coinbase.com. And it was early in the game, and there was just a QR code. It, it was a black screen with a like a neon QR code that was, like, jumping around the screen. And... um. You know, for anybody that doesn't know what a QR code or maybe it's going to sound awful, but older people that don't know what they're looking at when a QR code jumps up, they probably didn't know what was going on. But I knew I, I took out my phone immediately. I was like, I got to see what this is. And and I pulled it up and it was for some kind of crypto stuff. Now, that's another thing. I'm young and I like computers and I, I'm a prototypical nerd and I'm still out on crypto. I don't know. I don't know much about that stuff, but, um, but I, it got me to look at their internet site. And I mean, that's, that's the key of an advertisement, right? I, I felt like, I felt like a lot of them were cool. I felt like a lot of them were different. Um, and still though, I will say I'm pretty sure my favorite, my favorite Super Bowl commercial of all time, has got to be, I think it was Volkswagen, right? And 
that there's a there's a young man. I believe it's it's a young man, very 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 young, uh, in a what is he wearing? It was a Darth Vader costume, and he's and he's trying to he's trying to make you know his he's trying to use the the force right, and um, I think you can see the the mother or the father in in the kitchen, and they they do the push to start, and the car starts up right after young Darth Vader, and he starts freaking out. I I, I still feel like that's probably one of my favorite Super Bowl commercials. Um, but man, there was some really good ones Sunday. And I just felt like the overall production, uh, the experience uh, was one that I'm going to remember. I, I thought it was really good. I, I felt like the game was good. Like I said, I, and I'm going to keep saying that because it hadn't really been all that good to watch the last few years. Um, I don't really care much for the halftime shows and, and, and some of the other stuff that we've had. And here's the thing. It's hard to make everybody happy. And I get that. I'm talking about me, though. I'm being very selfish. I'm talking about me. This is my show. I enjoyed it. I liked it. And now we're going to get to my favorite part of the entire Super Bowl. It was a halftime show. That's that's coming up next. Now... I've seen Michael Jackson. Of course, everybody remembers Janet Jackson and uh, Justin Timberlake, um, the Rolling Stones, the Who, <coughs> Maroon Five. They had a Super Bowl in Atlanta, and they had Maroon Five. And out of all the artists in Atlanta, and they had Maroon Five. Nothing is Maroon Five. I like them, but there there have been some halftime shows that. Uh, maybe weren't as popular as this one, some that may be more popular. I'm just going to tell you right now, Prince playing Purple Rain as it actually rains all week long, all week long in Miami, they had done the the forecast and said it's not going to rain. It's going to be perfect weather. We've got the Super Bowl. It's not going to rain. It's going to be great. As soon as super, as soon as halftime starts to roll around, I've seen. Look, I watched the I watched the little mini documentary they did on YouTube. It's like a 13, 15 minute documentary. And you need to see it. They talk about Prince in this halftime show. It was not supposed to rain. Nobody saw a cloud in sight. And as soon as Prince gets ready to take the stage at halftime, there's a little bit of cloud comes out of nowhere. And wouldn't you know it? It was as if Prince himself. Mm-hmm actually made it rain and and it starts it starts raining and he's on a he's on a glass stage and he's just rocking out purple i'm not gonna try and sing because i can't sing but you all know the song and if you saw that performance you saw how good that performance was and that is still in my mind the greatest halftime performance of all time but sunday let me explain something to y'all I grew up listening to that music. Now, I listen to some other stuff. Don't get me wrong. I listened to, my mother was a big fan of the Eagles. She loved Prince. Uh, she loved Bob Seger. Um, my dad liked Aerosmith. Um, that's the only song. It, it, that 
Living on the Edge by Aerosmith is the only song that I ever heard him sing out loud. And I think I think I I got a lot from them from my parents as far as what kind of music I like. And Don't get me wrong. I, I do I, still. If you look at my Spotify playlist now, you'll see a lot of Bob Seger and the Eagles, and but there's some Dr. Dre on there too. A little bit of Eminem, a lot of Snoop. I got Mary J. Blige too, and of course Fifty Cent. Now here's the thing: Fifty Cent come in hanging upside down, and a lot of people was like, "What is he doing?" Oh, y'all apparently don't remember. That's how he did the original video. Party like it's your birthday. I don't know what the name of that song is, but everybody just knows you're gonna party like it's your birthday. And um in the actual video from God, 20, 25 years ago now, he's actually upside down in that video. Now, what I don't like is the whole internet shaming 50, talking like it said he's he's not 50 cent anymore, he's a whole dollar now. They're making fat jokes and stuff. Man. That dude's in pretty good shape considering he's been shot. He's at least 50 years old. I mean, he might not be 50. Maybe that's a little mean. He's at least 40. I know that for a fact. I don't know how old 50 Cent is, but I, I felt like he, you know, he looked all right. He looked pretty good for a dude at his age. Um, I like how the NFL told Eminem he couldn't knee, and he did it anyway. I like how the NFL – Snoop Dogg went up to the NFL and said he wanted to wear a, somebody. I don't know if this is true, but somebody somebody said that Snoop Dogg wanted to wear a blue uh, handkerchief out of his pants pocket, and they said no, so he just wore a whole blue suit. Uh, I like how the artists kind of just did whatever they wanted to. I don't blame them. Um, I, I, that music, I felt like that music was really good. Uh I will say there is a pretty common theme among the people. If if you go on Twitter or you go on Facebook and you read the comments of people that say worst halftime show ever, or they didn't like it. There's a pretty common theme among those people. Um, they're a little bit older and that's all right. But now those older folks, they kind of understand what, you know, us younger people now, like I said, I, I like The Who, and I, I love The Who, and I like The Rolling Stones. I went and saw The Who live. I, I, I love I love older music. Don't get me wrong. But as far as a full generation, you've got a lot of people that are now my age that had to watch some of these halftime shows, and they're like, eh, it's not bad. I like it. It's cool, whatever. But last or at Sunday, we were finally able to – jam i mean like we were able to rock out that, that was the next episode you can hear the just the just the tune and and you know what's coming you can hear it dr dre it it, it was perfect and so, and you know over the past few years it's it's been one of those things where it's like the halftime show's kind of eh. I, I'm still not over Maroon Five. I mean, when, when they picked Maroon Five to play in Atlanta, that was just, it's just ignorant. But whatever, uh, not my problem. But I felt like that show on Sunday. I felt like it was fantastic. 
I felt like it was really well done. Um, it, and it was stuff for people my age, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger. If you didn't like the halftime show, that's great. Um, I don't care. I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. I thought, again, just like everything else that had to do with Sunday in the Super Bowl, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. And um, that's all I've got for the Super Bowl. We got one more take. We're going to talk some high school sports. Stay here. All right. Uh, last week we had a lot of had a lot of wrestling. I'm sorry, I've got something in my eye. Uh, we had a lot of wrestling. Oh, man, Sycamore's got some guys. Uh, um, Coach uh, Steve Hamlin just sent me something last night, uh, and then I was talking to uh, David Forte, the Dixon County coach. Dixon County's got some wrestlers. I know Creekwood's got some wrestlers. I got to do a better job. Got to get a got to get a hold of them and figure out what's going on there. Um, Harpeth and Cheatham always they've always got some wrestlers too. It's it's postseason when it comes to wrestling. Basketball, man, right now. Uh, basketball districts start off this week, I think, for most teams. So, um, I think all teams. <laughs> um, we got a lot going on in basketball. Man, there's, a, there's always a lot going on. Always a lot going on. I just sit here and I was, man, I'm trying to think of everything. So, I know Dixon, I think Dixon plays Saturday. Now, I know the girls play, I think, at Henry. No, no, no. It's, um... At Kenwood, their entire district tournament at Kenwood, Dixon's is. I think Dixon plays Henry County. The, the Dixon's is three seed. Henry County's two seed. Um, let's see, Creekwood. Creekwood's going to host both of their games. I'm pretty sure the boys play Portland on Saturday. I can't remember, but Creekwood's going to play six and seven thirty um, for their first round of high school, and then. Uh, Let's see. Harpeth girls play Tuesday night. Man, there's so much to keep up with. Either way, make sure y'all check out next week's Casey's Take because we're going to have more information on what's going on with the district tournament. That's going to be fun. These district tournaments are fun. I just wish I had like, I'm trying to think, three or four clones. I think if I had four, I'd be okay. Like four plus me, so five total to cover, like one person to cover every high school that I cover. That would be great, wouldn't it? Um, let's see. I'm trying to figure out what other – of course, baseball. Baseball and softball start up in two weeks, maybe next week. I mean – I, there's always man, it's high school sports. Somebody's always doing something. Uh, I saw where uh, Russell Venosi, uh, one of the guys that works with us at Main Street, he was covering hockey yesterday, which has got to be dope. I, I think it's really cool. It's just like like for me, I, I'm not a huge fan of hockey, um, but it's the same with like soccer. I'm not a huge fan of soccer as far as watching it on TV, but if I go watch some of the teams that I cover, you can actually, like, you can really get into those games because you you kind of get to know these kids and, and you watch them play, like, other sports. 
And then you see him out there on the soccer field, and you're like, oh, yeah, that kid's a competitor. You know, young man, young woman, whatever. You see him on, you see him on a basketball court or, or maybe uh, uh, the football field, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good player right there. And, and you know, you, you kind of you get invested. You know, you want to watch. You want to see what happens. Um, I, I could only imagine watching, like, some high school hockey would be dope. I bet that's cool. I wonder what I wonder if the rules are any different. I may have to go out there with Russell and watch one of those games because I, I wouldn't mind. You know, you gonna see somebody throw the gloves down, get out there, throw some punches or whatever. Now, uh, I bet hockey would be fun, but we got baseball, softball coming up, uh, men's soccer coming up, track and field coming up. Man, district this district basketball, these tournaments are nuts. Um, you got all these teams they're playing all the time. It's like everything just go, go, go. And then they're gonna have region basketball right after that. I think they just had region wrestling for individuals. And I feel like I'm missing something. And that's that's you know, that's the awful part about it. You never can get it all. You just can't. Um man. It's been a good week though. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Um, I hope y'all had fun with the Super Bowl. Thank y'all for coming by and checking out my show today. You know what? Next week, we might talk a little bit of baseball. Hopefully. Hopefully, they'll get somewhere with that. But uh, thanks for coming and checking out my show. Matt, listen, for real. If if you're listening to this show, you got, you got something you want me to talk about, there's my the at CVP51. That's me. Hit me up on Twitter. Send me an idea. Say something. Let's talk about it. Um, thank y'all for checking out the show. Y'all have a wonderful evening. And I know football's over, but don't let it get you down too bad. It'll be right around the corner. We're gonna talk about some draft stuff too. So thank y'all for coming. Y'all have a good evening. This has been Casey's Take on Sports. Casey covers high school sports for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange, as well as Main Street Preps. Follow him on Twitter at CVP51 and online at MainStreetPreps.com. Casey's Take on Sports is a production of Main Street Media.